The Tuffle Commute, Season 3, Episode 8, Awards, in which a nomination for an international award prompts a discussion about the advantages and disadvantages of war awards and rewards in the English language classroom. It's the Tuffle Commute. Let's get started. there sean hi Lindsay. how are you doing today fine how are you yeah all right it's good to have some sun for once oh nice nice welcome everybody listeners this is uh another episode of the tuffle commute a podcast for language teachers that isn't about language teaching but the subject might come up my name is Lindsay clanfield and i'm sean Wilden. and Lindsay, it, it's the final episode of the season and you nailed the introduction well done yes <laughs> it is the final episode of our season three we're recording this just coming up onto summer um, and what prompted this uh, discussion today is um, the topic of awards, partly because if you've noticed our homepage, uh, we were, we, on our, on our Facebook page, we've been nominated for an Elton Award. Sean, would you like to tell our audience what the Eltons are, if people don't know? Uh, Eltons are things that you and I get nominated for, but never win, Lindsay, I think is how we do it. I think that's, that's the bitter true. description of it. Uh, but they're, they're teaching, innovation, teaching Innovation Awards, um, sponsored by the British Council, I believe. Uh, and uh, they, could, they, they uh, deal with innovation in teacher and, and student resources in, in the English language teaching profession. So it's always nice to be nominated. Yeah. Yeah, so these awards uh, take place once a year in London, usually. It's a British Council event, and they, I kind of think it's funny. They kind of spoof a little bit the award ceremony, other award ceremony. So it's sort of, you know, they have the, and the nominees are, and all of that kind of stuff, and then uh, several different categories, and it keeps changing. In the past, it used to be just one category for everything, and now I oh, think they it? have oh, separate, I mean, I, yeah. Obviously, it only just, joined its kind of mid-history then. yeah. Yeah. But this made us think, didn't it, Sean, of the wider issue of awards in general and um, awards and rewards. Um, and so I suppose one of the first things I was thinking about was as a teacher, teachers, um, if you look up awards and teaching rewards, um, I suppose we could draw a distinction between awards and rewards. But uh, let's conflate the two for the moment. Um, lots of stuff that teachers do in the, in the sense of giving awards to students awards or rewards um did you ever sean as a teacher give little rewards to like the best student for this or the best student for that or prizes for number one this number one that i i, I don't think so okay. <laughs> i don't i don't think teacher. I, I was thinking about this when we obviously when we chose the topic and i i in the early days of my career which is so long ago i can't remember i think the school i worked in probably did because we used to have this big end of end of year um jamboree kind of thing and I, I think we gave certificates uh, that for, for best students and stuff but personally on a class level only um, if, I ha if I have done it's, it's with a heavy sense of irony yeah yeah I don't know I mean I, I think I've yes there, I have done it kind of partly in irony um, I seem to remember teaching some young learners and we had like an awards ceremony at the end of the year 
um, where the students also nominated the categories and had to nominate someone other than themselves. And so um, we had a few awards, but they were sort of, I don't know, sort of, you know, funniest student, um, most helpful, things like that, I think. I, I guess the closest I've actually got to it is on my uh, training courses. Actually, this, uh, this might be the end of productivity. Um, is where we used to do this, kind of this uh, sorry, we used to, we did this exercise with what we call medals. It was from one of those photocopyable resource books. And um, every trainee at the end of the course got a medal, but the, the, the rest of the trainees wrote on the medal and they wrote positive things about the people. So you, you, you know, you had the best lesson plan or your smile made me laugh i guess that's the closest i've got to it uh in that sense which is a nice activity yeah um, but i think i think i can hear in both of our voices a certain amount of ambivalence about um awards in class like giving little prizes in class um i mean i think the the whole issue of awards and and, and rewards teachers giving students rewards um has been um thrown into some question uh, there's one famous book that uh, from Alfie Cohn uh, called Punished by Rewards. Have you heard of this um, um, before? Uh, I hadn't. I, I, I'd read the stuff, but I didn't know the author uh, on it. But, but, but actually, the, 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 the things which I'm sure you'll, you'll go on about now is um, it's quite widespread across other pieces of literature. So I wasn't yeah. aware of it in that sense. But go on. Go, tell, tell us well, more. Well, basically, it's... Um, for some time now in American education, the idea of punishments have been falling out of fashion in American education and I think in, in British and general Western education. So no, you know, people, aren't, teachers aren't really into punishment for bad behavior or sort of, you know, certainly not corporal punishment and sort of, you know, do this or you'll get this as a punishment. You know, you, we're trying to look at motivating people another way and rewards has taken longer to come under scrutiny than perhaps punishments. Um, but you know, the argument is that both rewards and punishments are ways of manipulating behavior. So, uh, yeah, I, th I was quite interested by this idea. I, I, I think for me, this concept of whether uh, awards, uh, rewards, or even um, reward systems, I have to take it a step further. You know, like um, I think in most young learner classes, certainly as a young learner trainer, I recommend, you know, you have a reward system. You know, if the child sits down, they get a smiley face or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think this whole thing was. Um, it, it, I almost took it blindly for probably the best part of my teaching career, you know, that, that, this, mm -hmm. that actually giving awards and rewards in that sense was a good thing to do. And yep. then I met a trainer. I think it was, I was actually in a, a um, it was a group of trainers who were meeting to discuss training in Lisbon. And this one trainer said, and it was the first time ever, and he was a YL author. And he said, oh, I just don't believe in reward systems. And this why, and it really made me revisit and think about yeah. what, why we're, what we do them with and actually how, what we do with them and, and how much control we're actually exerting well exactly i think it's the uh there was a great phrase from uh ed desi and rich ryan at the university of rochester that that called rewards uh quote control through seduction um, <laughs> control through seduction. So, that's brilliant yeah and but by virtue of being controlling they're kind of they're they're the reward becomes the behavior for which you get the award you become averse to it in the long run so, so the the reason they suggest is that why students would like to have the prize itself, the star, the smiley, the money, the whatever, the party. They don't always, or they argue, none of us enjoy having the very things we desire used as levers to control our behavior. So, um, the kind of do this and you'll get that accounts for a, makes it into a punishment over the long haul. I see. And this, yeah, I can yeah. see that completely. I mean, it is. 
it is purely manipulation. Yeah, <laughs> and they say it's even worse when the doing the activity itself should be reward in and of itself. So if an, a, an activity itself was rewarding and people found it rewarding, and then you added an extrinsic reward on top of that activity, you remove the interest that that activity had. Yeah. I guess this is where we need a bit of jargon, right, Sean? Yeah, this is where, this is where James, if he wasn't too busy doing uh, his exams at the moment, will probably come in with jargon. But, uh, but I guess intrinsic and extrinsic motivation are, 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 are basically what rewards work on, aren't they? The, the, yeah. The, the intrinsic motivation should be the activity, the students themselves, the motivation, and the reward itself is the extrinsic motivation. Yeah, know, coming the, the from carrot. an external force. Yeah, a, a, a carrot kind of thing. Um, what other advantages or disadvantages would you see in a reward system, Sean? I, I, I'll stick with I stick with uh, disadvantage, I, I I was um I was I was doing some reading as we as we often often do for this. I came across the uh, a website called the Natural Child Project, which I think takes what what you've just been talking about a lot further. Um, okay, and it's it's almost you know um it, they. they I, I find it quite scary well, the, the language they were, were used uh, in it. Uh, but, you know, this I, when you read for it, I'll read you a sentence. The rewarder is like a, an assessor, judging what merits, praise, and what doesn't. This is somewhat scary to the church. To the, child. the use of things like good boy or good girl is a judgment on high and ultimately alienates the child. Um, you know, and it's this kind of language all the way the way through it. And it, wow. uh, it's kind of, uh, by the end of it, I was quite scared, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, there is something about this which is, I think, can be considered as like highly politicized, you know, sort of like, you know, uh, everybody has to be equal. And and, and I think it's in response to something that also happened in education, which I want to come to a bit later, but um, of of how like the anti-competition sort of thing, thing, self-esteem movement. But let's come to that in in a moment. So so then, um, um, do you agree with uh, an infograph? um, I kind of summed it up. So let me, what what do you think of these? Would Would you agree with this kind of disadvantages, reward and award systems? So it's devaluing. A reward is devaluing. Yeah, it devalues itself. Yes. Yes, I'd agree. Yeah. In many cases, in many cases it could be, but imagine an award like an Olympic gold medal. Well, I mean, most of, most of those are of, devalued these days, aren't they? Because the winners are never the winners because of drug tests. So, well, that's a different thing. Though. <laughs> anyway, go back to your thing. We'll come back. Sorry, to um, but also, isn't that the, 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 the devalue? They devalue things. There's also a devaluation in award because you have to keep giving the award. So eventually, the award becomes meaningless because you know you're going to if you do X behavior, you will get reward. So that's what you were saying before, in a sense. Um, another disadvantage: award, uh, rewards, rewards are, are uh, cause addiction. Oh, you mean people are going to get addicted to going for them yes. or getting them and yeah. so on? Yes. So, I think that it could definitely cause like the unhappiness that would accompany an addiction. So you, you miss it and so you don't get that high and then you get depressed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Well, and this idea that the student actually won't, won't study if there's no reward at the end, which is kind of what we're hitting on with the, the, with the activities being intrinsically motivating um, rather than extrinsically. Um, the focus, another disadvantage is it puts the focus on finishing. That's true. So yes. Rather than having looking at the quality of what you're doing and, and achieving something meaningful for the task, you know that by, by being the first to finish, you will get uh, an award. Um, we've already talked about manipulation. They increase pressure. Definitely. But that's the same as like any extrinsic motivator, I think. Rewards, exams, punishments, yeah, exactly. whatever. So. Yeah. And, and what we've already hinted on, that they become bribes. And there is a sense of that, isn't there? The teachers are like, you know, if you, you know, when you've lost control of that class, you know, yeah. if you sit down and shut up, I will give you a, 
Um, you know, so um, so there's quite a lot. We're, we're being very negative. Well, let's, here, aren't why, we? why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't I throw it back at you then and look at some of the advantages? Oh, and then you know, our listeners can maybe are thinking, well, they're being rather negative. They, 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 there are advantages that are listed. Um, one is that uh, an award can increase self-esteem, of course, to the person who won the award most. Um, so uh, winning an award for something makes you feel more confident, makes you feel like you've earned something. It builds your own self-esteem. I, I, I know we're going to talk about other people's awards later on. But one, one of the, you asked on Facebook, which, which we'll get to later on, about if people got awards when they were at school. And it made me, made me remember that and I was thinking about self-esteem because actually, in actuality, my self-esteem later on went down. We used to have this weekly award in, in, our, in our primary school called the Triers Cup, and it was only later on that I finally comprehended what the Triers Cup. Oh my was. gosh! Yeah. So, so every Tuesday in the weekly assembly, uh, the, the the cup was given out just to uh, you know one of the students on the week. I mean, and as a as a primary school kid, it's like wow, I've got the trophy. Look, I, I tried, but that's exactly it, isn't it? It's kind of it's actually you're tinged with negativity. Uh, yeah. By yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that's interesting. Tri- it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, but would you say that the the it seemed to motivate you, though, didn't it? But, yeah, I think when I was seven years old, and yes, it did. So it increased my self-esteem then. But now now looking back on it and reflecting back on it, and as I say, it was your Facebook post that made me think about this. It's like, oh, yeah, the Trias Cup's quite loaded, isn't it, really? Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think we could <laughs> – it's a good one, the Trias Cup. I think we could – I mean – that you've mentioned a couple of times, so I'll tell the listeners. I did ask a whole bunch of teachers on Facebook. You know, I think this ambivalence about rewards and awards might exist for us as teachers, but by gosh, when you ask teachers what they remember getting as students um, in terms of rewards, I got loads of stuff. There were tons of people who uh, were very happy and still remembered to this day. To this day, sort of like in some cases, it must be 30, 40 years later, um, the different awards they got. There were some really, uh, really kind of interesting ones. Um, There's some very odd ones as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was sort of, oh, gosh, I'm just looking through them now. It was, um, it was the one, I would say somebody got a carriage cock or something like that, I remember. Yeah, right? some, well, the, the, the form that the awards took was one thing. And lots of these were, of course, the either kind of horrible, ugly plaques that you get or medals. Um, I got one in my high school for School Spirit Award, which is, seems to me is a very North American thing. School so, Spirit. School Spirit Award. You know, most kind of like rah, 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 oh, you know, okay. on the student council. I had done a lot of, you know, assemblies and things like that, um, leading cheers and things like that. So School Spirit Award. But it was this horrible block of like wood with a bit of kind of tin on it that, <laughs> that looked like something that would be in a Cluedo game sort of you know, uh, Lindsay bludgeoned him to death the bludgeoned the person to death in the study with the award I mean uh, it was one and other people mentioned that their awards the plaque kind of things were were, were, were quite horrible loads of people English teachers um, and this would make sense I guess since we're all kind of bookyish people got awards in the form of book tokens or books and lots of them still had the books in fact they even posted pictures of them um, so you know people posting pictures of the books they got one very nice um, uh, picture from Scott Thornbury of the Oxford Companion to Classical Literature uh, compiled by Sir Paul Harvey that he got and it's signed and written uh, signed by the principal in 19 hold on it says right oh, here there, yeah. 1966 
with uh, Scott Thornbury's little name written in, at the Hamilton Boys High School. So, uh, I wonder if that started him on his book because um, obviously Scott loves his books, and I wonder if uh, if that's one of the the starting points of his book collections. Because yeah. <laughs> another uh, people, I mean, there were uh, lots of people with books things. Um, Lots of people had uh, prizes to do with like outdoorsy type things. So a friend of ours, Ann Hodgson, most improved camper. Other people who got <laughs> swimming awards. <laughs> most uh, improved camper. I mean, I know, how, like, how, how bad were you in the first place? <laughs> a, a friend of ours, Curtis MD, who also uh, who, who listens to this podcast, got the courtesy award. But then he said it was teased about it incessantly because his name was his name was Curtis M Day, and so that's Curtis E dot, and so he got the Curtis E. Um, uh, so courtesy award, most improved um, awards, things like that. Uh, then there was like um, you know horse horse horsey awards, lots of awards like with horses. Uh, Lizzie Pennard got um, a, a horse a, like different show jumping awards. Um, swimming awards. Um, I don't know what other what other. There's quite a lot there. I think what we should actually do is, if um, with the permission of, of the people that wrote them, is actually copy them across and make them onto our blog, so people could go and look at the different awards. That yeah, we or we make a list of all these different awards. Some of these are quite funny. You know, like funniest person in the class. Of course, there's the awards that students give amongst each other. I'm I just going through your list. I just see one of them got the bounciest bumblebee. The <laughs> bounciest bumblebee. The best dressed. The best flowerless daffodil. Cara. Uh, um, the bumblebee. Oh, so yeah, creative writing awards. Um, our friend Marcos Benavides got a creative writing award in grade six, but he well, said that he definitely inspired him. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. He's <laughs> the one who went on to do um, a whole publishing venture of graded readers. So teachers all seem to have their award, remember their awards that they got, um, and, and talk about them with like kind of like a smile and a bit of kind of nostalgia. Um, I, I always wonder, like the more sporty people among us of which i am not one what do they do with all their like plaques trophies medals and stuff like that now sean i heard you 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 i've got i've got lots of medals well i had i would imagine i don't anymore i I know that i have some some i've got my for some bizarre reason my parents when they visited me once they bought me down my judo medals because i started out in judo and i was quite good at that and then moved over to athletics and i have quite a lot of athletics medals but i have no idea where they went when i left home they probably went in the loft somewhere and now have found them their their way to a charity shop or somewhere i know well they seem to do go into like i think a lot of people talk about you know they're in a box under a bed at my parents house you know or in there in a closet at my parents house so like sooner or later i wonder if these things get thrown out or or what happens to them but uh anyway so teacher awards hey how about on the since on this nice note it feels like you know we could cue the angels up here and see if there's any wisdom on on the topic that we can share okay here come the voices teachers who inspire know that teaching is like cultivating a garden Those who would have nothing to do with thorns must never attempt to gather flowers. Author unknown. 
I shall miss that over the summer while... Uh, yes, yes. I have, to, I have to go speak to the angels and get some more wisdom for the next season. I know, actually. we will have to get some more wisdom for that. Um, so yeah. awards, I mean, what we, we were actually talking... We, we kind of... De- I've forgotten where we went. We were talking about negatives and we got to advantages. You would see advantages. You were talking about advantages and then we detoured. I was talking about advantages and then we detoured into like all these teachers that we know who seem to remember quite uh, fondly their own rewards. So th- that must be... Uh, you know, yeah, we were talking about self esteem, weren't we? That's right, yeah. I mean, that, so, and so. speaking of self esteem, then that brings me on to my next point, which is I think one of the sort of punished by rewards thing came, I think, I think probably in the 19, uh, the early 20th century, so the 1920s and before, 30s, 40s, 50s. In Western education, there were a lot, there were maybe kind of lots of rewards and punishments. So a lot of the motivation was kind of driven by that. They got rid of the punishments and then like, and the awards were seen as a good thing for self-esteem. And then you had, um, the increasing of that so that, um, it was viewed that if you have first, second and third place, it's terrible for the self-esteem of the kid who got in fourth place. Or what about the kids who got in last place? And so we started seeing in Canada over the past 20, 30 years, schools that begin to get rid of awards and rewards altogether. So you create a school culture where um, everybody is a winner and there are no prizes, no competitions, no rewards for excellence. What do we think of that, Sean? Um, well, it's kind of indicative of where, in many ways, where society is these days, isn't it? That, you know, I think the, I think the whole idea is well. I, I guess I'm from from an era of education where 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 the rod wasn't spoiled. So um, I do think there are winners, and there are. I do like the the, the negativity, the positivity of it. I don't like this. Everybody's a winner society because I'm competitive, and I like I like competition. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, I think it's un, I think it's unfashionable to say that you know competition is a really good thing in classroom and classroom activities and stuff. But the the kind of going completely the other way and having well in my classroom, everybody's a winner. Everybody uh, gets the prize. I think, but I think you end up then if you end up doing that, then you end up having. I mean, if you end up, going, I think it does devalue it, things. It, it does devalue things, and 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 um, okay, you don't give prizes, but it, it's in that situation where. Uh, where well, I guess well, I don't know if it's an advantage or a disadvantage of of this scheme, but you know, if you did give awards and you're trying desperately to think of an award for everybody, and you end up with uh, showed the most school spirit kind of award just to make sure that that Lindsay got an award in class or something like that, um, where I, I can I can understand having non-competitive periods in class and stuff like that, but I think everybody is a winner is is not a good thing, and I, personally, I also think it leads to this idea of um, then we 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 then don't actually um, give people negative feedback, you know. So yeah, oh, that's true. And I think it then uh, you know it increases the sense of self esteem to be to a sense of entitlement. Well, know? yeah, uh, which is where we are. We cited. I don't, and this used to have flabbergast me when I was doing teacher training courses. Certainly with North Americans, when you would say something was average. You know, and um, and yeah. they would they would see, and I think average is okay. You know, it's a good starting point, and they would see yes, that. I as think a, this is a cultural difference and, between. Uh, but I think that's part of this. Everyone's a winner society. You know that yeah. that that you know that you're the, the you then expect everything to be 
um, like, what is it? It's like grade inflation, isn't it? Instead of something yeah. being very good, well, just tell me what I have to do. I'll do it, and then I want to get the award, yeah, prize uh, or the or the or the top grade or whatever. But but I also think that, that it means that the top grade is you know that that we've got to the point where because everybody's a winner and everybody's good, everybody's this that we that, that we can't say good is okay anymore. Good is average and very good. You know, I, I know that's slightly a detail from where we're going, but I I think that kind of idea behind it. Um, and doesn't it also, I mean, I remember seeing this recently going back to Canada and seeing, uh, going to see my nephews and stuff and they'd be playing sports uh, at school or like after school sports. And I can understand for very young kids, you know, you're playing uh, soccer, football, or you're playing whatever hockey and they say, well, you're just playing. We're not keeping track of the score. There's not going, we're just, you're playing to practice. But if you continue that <laughs> forever, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, because they, they said, oh, at this very young age. Well, and I don't think it worked because my brother said, oh, at this, at the, at like for the seven and the eight year olds, they're not allowed to keep score of the goals. We're not allowed to, to do that. So I they, think they become that, too competitive. But, but then I, thought, I said to him, I said, so do the kids respect that? He said, oh, no, there's always some that keep track of the score. Yeah, of course they do, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, in, there's the internal call. So that's, where the, that's where the intrinsic stuff comes in, isn't it? Because people are, some people are very intrinsically motivated to do stuff. And I also think, on that point, it goes back, just going a little bit backtracking, but I think it links. It's one of the, one of the, one of the websites I was reading um, before this podcast. And, it, and the, the sentence was, don't forget to praise your EFL students. Fair enough. Okay. Um, when they achieve something, I'm not going to argue with that. But then, the, then the reason for the praise was because English classes are no fun with drills and repetition and homework. Well, I mean, if you're walking into the classroom with the idea that you need to praise or you need to have these things or give rewards because the lessons are going to be no fun, um, because you're doing things which I think are, are very worthwhile, like drilling. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, if you're definitely. walking, if you're walking into the classroom with that attitude, then then the teacher, the teacher's mindset is, is wrong, isn't it? I mean, that yeah. if that you're walking in saying this is boring, um, um, so uh, I, I feel that I'm, I'm boring you. I need to give this. Whereas, you know, some students will see worth in that activity, and explaining the worth of that activity to the students um, would probably achieve far more. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Well, well so we're on soapboxes again, aren't we? We are on soapboxes <laughs> again. I think it's time maybe for one of your quizzes. Don't you have a little quiz about? Oh uh, yeah, well, it's a timeline. Let's kind do thing? a timeline on awards. Yeah, let's test our listeners a bit. Prize for whoever gets the first answer correct. Welcome to timeline. The Tefl commutes on the move game for teachers. Okay, in order to play Timeline, you need to draw yourself a mental timeline. We've all used timelines in the classroom. Get the pen, draw a line. Over here on the left is usually the past. Moving towards the right is the future. With somewhere with a little cross or an intersection for now in the middle. So draw yourself that mental timeline now. Great, so you're almost ready to play. So all you need now is a topic. And in keeping with today's episode, the topic is awards. And the Oscar goes to... That's right, we're talking award ceremonies. We've chosen seven internationally famous award ceremonies, and what we'd like you to do is put them in order of when they first started. Obviously, the one that is the oldest will be first on your timeline, going through to the one that's newest, being closer to now. Ah. So, if you're ready, let's play Timeline. Right, here we go then. Here are your seven award ceremonies for you to put in the correct order. So we'll start with the Oscars. Obviously given for films, as are 
the BAFTAs. Away from films, let's have a look at the Nobel Prize. Fourth, we've got the Pulitzer Prize. Next, the Time Person of the Year, which of course when it started was Man of the Year. One from Music, the Grammy Awards. And one that was given out quite recently, but when did it start? The Cannes Film Festival. So there are your seven things. In no particular order, we talked about the Oscars, the BAFTAs, the Nobel Peace Prize, the Time Person of the Year, the Pulitzer, Cannes Film Festival and the Grammys. Thinking time. So, did you get them all? Bit of a tricky one this time around, I think. I wonder if anybody got all seven and is, is uh, feeling very smug, but let's find out. So, the first award was uh, instituted in 1901, and that was the Nobel Prize. Second on your timeline, you should have the Journalist Prize, the Pulitzer Prize, which was started in 1917. Next on the timeline uh, was the Time Person of the Year, or Time Man of the Year, which started in 1927. Soon after that, we have our first film award, which were the Oscars, which was started on the 16th of May, 1929. Following on and staying with the film category, the BAFTAs were started in 1949. The Cannes Film Festival started in 1955, and the one closest to now, so the youngest of them all, is the Grammy Festival, which started in May, 1959. So that's Nobel, Pulitzer, Time, Oscars, BAFTA, Cannes and Grammy. So if you got them all in the correct order, that's seven marks. And if you did get them all in the right order, then you must be an awards fanatic. And join us again in a future podcast episode for another edition of Timeline. I've got a web- website that's got a list of reward ideas for your students, okay? Okay, go for it. I don't think, I'll, there, I don't think I'll, there are any in particular order, because good God, you wouldn't no. want to do are, are, are you, Do you want me to react to these? Okay, oh, it's like, a few. So, not cheesy, or would I... if you want. Would I appreciate these? Uh, would you appreciate this? So, so okay. uh, you've just got the first answer correct. So here's the first reward you could possibly have, and that's sit at the teacher's desk. No way. Okay, that is not a reward at all. That's hilarious. That's a good invitation to get your like, get your head punched on the way out of the class by other kids. Okay, here's another one. It's kind of uh, probably. So I don't want that one. All right, how about this one? A draw on the chalkboard. Okay, as a kid, yes. Okay. Yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, I expect most of us, our teacher friends, also were people who didn't mind going up to draw on the truck. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Um, I, I, again, I think it shows the age of this, but there you go. You could take a tape recorder home for the night. <laughs> All right, what would that be? The modern day equivalent? Take the teacher's iPad home for the night? <laughs> sure, I'll go iPad, that. Okay, yes. You quite like that one. How about right. being first in line? Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't mind being first in line. Okay. I would have liked that, yeah. A, I, I'll, I'll post a link to this. There are 50 different ones on here. This made me laugh. Give me two or three more. Oh, okay, we'll... yeah, um, this one for you could be the tech, techie kid. Operate the projector. Oh yeah, totally. That would be a good award for me. I love that operating the. Yeah, don't touch everyone else. Sit down, and then you're like, wow, I get to. 
Although, would that happen now? I guess it'd be operating the computer, but it wouldn't be the same. It's not the same as like operating oh, the well, projector actually, operating or the... the computer. Use the computer as another reward on the list. Actually. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh if, you're, if you're really good, you could help the librarian. Barf! <laughs> Brilliant. Right, yeah, so lift all the heavy books and put them away. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Although, yeah, I guess it is class. kind of getting outside of class. Hey, well, nice idea. Listen, let's, um, I think we're coming to the end of our of our episode, more or less, Sean. Oh, the end of the season. The end of the season. Wow. I'm going to give you, I've got a list here called Awards for Everything. Okay. And I'm going to suggest. You're going give, to give me an I'm award. I'm going to give you an award. I'm going to give you an award for, um, here, I'm just looking at it. We'll post a link to this. I'm going to give you an award. Sean, I award you with the Happy Attitude on a Podcast Award. Oh, oh. Yeah? Thank you. It means so much. Yeah. Notice oh, there was a Humor Award, which I avoided. Oh, okay. You're, you're not getting you're that. You're just jealous of the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I don't want to do any more now. That's it. I've got my award. No, you've got, got your award. All right. All right, Lindsay. So um, I'll wish you a good summer, and uh, we'll, we'll convene we'll... again in the autumn, I presume. Yes, I guess we will. And uh, the same to all our listeners. Thank you for staying with us. And also thank you for um, listening more and more. We've been noticing that the numbers of our listeners are continually rising. So please uh, go back and check original episodes. There are three seasons. So if you've just come to our show uh, recently, you can uh, listen back to older episodes. Um, please tell your friends about it. Um, get them to catch up on their temple commuting this summer. And uh, like your summer holiday, live on a beach, listening to 20 episodes of Tefl Commute. I mean, what could be more perfect? Binge listening to the Tefl Commute. I love it. And um, we'll see all of you uh, in September. Bye. Now that your commute is coming to an end, here's an idea you can take into class. In the episode, Sean mentioned a medal activity he did at the end of training courses. It's based on an activity he found years ago in a photocopyable resource book, but he can't remember who by. Go into class with a piece of paper for each student and some sticky tape. Ask them to draw a large medal shape on the paper, or, if you prefer, a star shape. When they're ready, they should get a peer to stick the paper to their backs. Ask the students to stand up. Tell them they should go round each student and write a message for them on their medals. For example, thanks for the homework help, or you're a great partner for pair work. Set a time limit and monitor as the students go round and do the activity. At the end, the students remove the paper and they have a full sheet of positive comments from their peers that provide a fitting end to a course. You can find the instructions for this activity at our website www.tefelcommute.com You've been listening to The Tefl Commute, an Elton-nominated podcast produced and presented by Lindsay Clanfield, Sean Wilden and James Taylor. Don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing to us on iTunes and by visiting us at www.tefelcommute.com 